Kindergarten readiness has become sort of a buzzword in the online space, but what does your child actually need in order to be ready for kindergarten? What do you as a parent actually need to focus on in order to help your child get ready? Stay tuned because that's exactly what we're going to talk about in today's episode. Parenting, it's the hardest job we'll ever do. Most of us are tired, stressed, and counting the minutes until bedtime. But what if raising kids could feel just a little lighter? I'm Dr. Hillary, a licensed psychologist and mama of three. And you're listening to the Raised Resilient Podcast, where each week we tackle tough parenting topics, and I help decode behavior and empower you with tools and strategies so that even the hardest moments make more sense. Because parenting is hard, no matter how you do it. But I can help you go from barely surviving to parenting in a way that feels good for you and your child. So warm up your coffee and grab your earbuds. It's time to raise resilient kids. Hey friends, welcome back to Raise Resilient. I'm your host, Dr. Hillary, and I'm so glad you're here. You're in the middle of my summer mini cast where I am giving you short, digestible episodes on stuff that is relevant to you if your child is home on summer break and even if your child is not. So far, we've covered my top tips for traveling with kids, how to get your child to play independently more often and for longer, and four reasons you should let your child be bored and also how to support your child in tolerating the feeling of boredom because it's really uncomfortable, right? So if you have not listened to those episodes, definitely go back and catch them. They are all 15 minutes or less. This is a super easy series to digest. And that is by design because I know for those of you whose kids are home for summer break, you are not going to have as much time as you usually do to sit and listen to podcast episodes. And I try to keep my episodes short anyway, but these are even shorter. So I hope they're helpful. And in today's episode, I'm tackling a topic that I feel really passionately about because right about now you are going to start to see content everywhere on YouTube, on Instagram, on Facebook, everywhere about quote unquote kindergarten readiness. And you as a parent, if you have a child starting kindergarten, or even if you have a preschooler or even a toddler who's going to be starting kindergarten in the next few years, you might have some anxiety about what it's going to take in order for your child to be kindergarten ready. And I want to, with this episode, take some of that pressure off of you and alleviate your anxiety because I can promise you that kindergarten readiness is not as complicated as you might think that it is. And so my goal with today's episode is to empower you so that you know what you actually need to support your child with and what you actually need to focus on and what you can completely let go of. But before we jump into today's episode, I have a few really exciting announcements to share. And both of these have come directly from what you have been asking me to do. So I hope these announcements are as exciting for you as they are for me. The first announcement is that I have finally created a Facebook group for this podcast. I have dragged my feet on this for so long because I have such a love-hate relationship with Facebook, but it really does seem to be the best space for all of us to connect and to continue the conversations that we are having on the podcast and for you to share your parenting wins, ask questions, and of course, suggest topics for new episodes. So head on over to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash raised resilient and join our group. I cannot wait to see you in there. My second and announcement is that as I shared with you a few weeks ago, I am developing a brand new coaching program. Now, this program is especially for you if you feel like you are raising a highly sensitive, deeply feeling kid who is struggling, or if maybe you are struggling to keep your cool and show up the way you want to in the face of your child's emotional intensity. If this sounds like you, 
I want to jump on a call with you. It's totally free. I want to walk you through what I'm thinking for this program. I want to get your feedback. And if it's a good fit, we can get you signed up at the lowest rate this program will ever ever be offered for. You have absolutely nothing to lose and there is zero pressure to join. But if this program is the right next step for you, this could totally change your life. This could help you reclaim peace in your home and reconnect with your child. So if you are wondering about this program, I want you to head over to raiseresilient.com forward slash breakthrough and schedule a free call with me. I cannot wait to talk more with you. Okay, so when we think about kindergarten readiness, we often think about academic skills, right? We think about things like, can my child read? Does my child know their letters? Do they know their sounds? Can they count? Can they do basic addition? Can they write their name? And we worry that if our kids can't do some of these things before they start kindergarten, that they are going to be behind. And it can feel really scary to send them off into the world of elementary school without the skills we think they need. But actually, academic skills should not be your focus during the toddler and preschool years. Full stop. Now, I know that might sound counterintuitive, especially because we call the preschool years the preschool years. And we think about preschool, like sending your child to a structured preschool program. But actually, preschool is named for the years before school. Did you know that formal preschool is not even actually required? at least here in the United States, even if your child never attended any preschool, they could go to kindergarten and do just fine. Now, I am not saying you shouldn't send your child to preschool. I actually sent both of my kids so far to one year of Montessori preschool, and I think I'm going to do the same thing with my daughter. It can be really helpful for your child to have at least some preschool experience just to get in the habit of going to a school environment each day, learning the routines, practicing separating from you, and then reuniting with you at the end of the day. These are all really good reasons to send your child to at least a little bit of preschool. But even in terms of socialization, preschool is not necessary. It's a nice to have, but it is not necessary. And I did a whole episode a while back on the topic of does my child actually need preschool or playdates in order to develop age-appropriate social skills? And the answer is no, they do not need preschool in order to do those things. Although again, it's a nice to have. Social skills develop in the context of a healthy attachment relationship and relationships with peers are icing on the cake in these early years. My middle child is six years old and he is finishing kindergarten this week. He literally has two more days left and I am so sad. I'm so emotional about this, y'all. So having sent two children now through kindergarten, I have a lot of thoughts about kindergarten readiness. And then of course, this is also based on years as a child psychologist and my experience doing something called early kindergarten testing, which is where if your child's birthday falls after the kindergarten cutoff for that year, you can have your child tested to see if maybe it makes sense for them to go ahead and start kindergarten. And then my oldest child barely made the cutoff. He was a few weeks before he would have had to wait until the next year. And a lot of parents with kids his age with his birthday made the decision to wait a year. But I went ahead and sent my child, even though he did not know how to read at all. 
Sure, he was familiar with his letters and his numbers through Montessori preschool, but he didn't actually know how to read. I'll let you in on a little secret, which is that I never prioritized academic skills with my kids, and I still don't with my toddler. With the one exception being that, of course, if they're interested in something, I'm going to facilitate and support that interest. So my daughter has some interest in letter sounds already because she's watching her brothers read. And so I'm facilitating that, but I am in no way pushing that or prioritizing that. I didn't care that my kids couldn't read going into kindergarten. Now, I have memories as young as three years old of hiding Dick and Jane books from my dad because he wanted me to read. And I was reading at age three, but at what cost, right? And even he looks back and says, why did I push you to read? But at the time, that's what they thought was the best for us. And yes, kids can be capable of learning those skills at an earlier age than kindergarten, but at what cost? And I would say if we are taking away time from unstructured independent play and focusing on academic skills, our kids are losing out. Our kids need that unstructured playtime so much more than they need focus on academic skills, especially at home. Both of my sons went into kindergarten not reading at all. Yes, they were familiar with their letters. They knew the sounds that they made, again, largely from their time in Montessori preschool and just from picking it up. But they did not know how to read. They didn't know how to do math. They had some number sense. They had some awareness, but nothing really developed. And I am happy to say that both of them rocked kindergarten. Both of them learned to read in kindergarten. And my rising fourth grader, which, wow, that sounds really crazy to say, but my rising fourth grader is a star reader. He figured out somewhere around second grade that reading is this wonderful portal to anywhere you want to go. And now he's devouring everything from Harry Potter to Kenzie and Max to all kinds of really fun books because he loves it. He still laughs about the time he actually ran into a wall at school because he was engrossed in a book. And when I would do early kindergarten testing, I was so much more concerned with social and emotional development than I was with academic skills. Because here's the thing, social and emotional skills are going to be so much more important to your child doing well in kindergarten than academic skills. Academic skills they can learn. They're going to be taught academic skills in kindergarten. But if your child hasn't had that secure base in the attachment relationship, if your child hasn't had the opportunity to practice emotion regulation through co-regulation, if they haven't had the opportunity to experiment and problem solve through unstructured independent play, they're going to have a much harder time in kindergarten. And so these social emotional skills and these social emotional experiences are so much more important and so much more productive predictive of success in kindergarten than actual academic skills. And the research really supports this. Language skills are also really important. And language develops in the context of a relationship. The more you talk with your child and you model language and you engage with them, the better their language skills, especially receptive language skills, are going to be. And those skills are also more predictive of academic success than actual academic skills. So if you have a toddler, a preschooler, or a child about to enter kindergarten, I want you to repeat to yourself that it is not important that they have academic skills for kindergarten readiness. So here are three things that actually do matter when it comes to kindergarten readiness. And if you're going to practice anything with your child before kindergarten, focus on these things. Okay, so this first one is not going to be a surprise to you if you are a longtime Raised Resilient listener, but the first thing to practice with your child is letting them experience feelings and 
co-regulation. Your child will struggle in school when they are not with you if they have not been able to experience the whole wide range of normal human emotions. And when children experience these emotions in the presence of a safe caregiver, they learn that, hey, you know what? These emotions, they come and they go. They don't have to take me down with them. And that translates really beautifully to being in a kindergarten classroom and having maybe a frustrating experience or trying to deal with peer dynamics that are frustrating or missing you. So in order to practice this, you do not need to go provoke these feelings in your child. They will come about naturally. Your action item here is to get out of the way when they do, to stop trying to fix or lessen or distract your child from these feelings and instead welcome them. Welcome every big feeling your child has as an opportunity to practice feeling tough feelings in your safe presence. The second thing that your child is going to need in order to be successful in kindergarten is some practice with and a plan for separation. So as I noted before, a formal preschool program can be a wonderful opportunity to practice separation. And a lot of preschool programs offer half days or only a few days a week. And so you can do this without jumping in with both feet to a full day, five days a week school program. But even if you don't send your child to a formal preschool program, you can still practice separation. You can still practice them going out on the circle to use the circle of security model and coming back and reuniting with you. You can do this by using babysitters. You can do this through independent play, actually. And I just did an episode a few weeks ago on the benefits of unstructured independent outdoor play. So you can get a lot of bang for your buck if you're using independent outdoor play. So your child needs some practice with separation and reuniting. And then also come up with a plan for how you're going to separate when your child goes to kindergarten. So come up with a little goodbye plan. This could be one hug, a high five, and a fist bump. This could be a hug, a high five, and the little grown-ups comeback song from Daniel Tiger. Include your child in the process of creating this separation ritual and practice it ahead of time, right? Practice it before your child goes to play in their room. Practice it and pretend that your child is going off to school. Having a plan and a structured ritual around separations can be so comforting to a child when they are having all kinds of feelings about leaving you. I'm going to do a much longer and more detailed episode on separation this fall, so stay tuned for that. But for now, what you need to understand is that it's really important to practice little separations right now before your child goes off to kindergarten for the whole day. And if you do have a child starting kindergarten this year, go ahead and talk about that separation plan, or at least start thinking about it yourself and include your child in helping you create it closer to when they actually start school. And the last thing to practice with your child before starting kindergarten is fine motor mastery over things that they're actually going to need to do daily in kindergarten. So I'm talking about things like this. If you're packing a lunch for your child, can they open all of the different containers that you pack? Can your child independently manipulate their clothing to go to the bathroom? Can they put on and take off whatever shoes they're wearing? Can they cut with child-appropriate scissors? Can they use a glue stick? So actively give your child opportunities to practice doing some of these things by themselves. Get out construction paper and glue sticks and let your child just have a fun time creating. This is not something that needs to feel like pressure for your child, but there are going to be lots of natural opportunities to give them space to try these skills. And you can do it in a way that's fun and low pressure. 
So there you have it from a child psychologist and someone who has now sent two kiddos through kindergarten. These are the things you really want to focus on in terms of kindergarten readiness. And to recap, that was letting your child practice feeling a whole wide range of emotions, letting your child get familiar with the idea of separating from you and reuniting with you, and maybe coming up with a plan for what separation is going to be like in kindergarten and practicing with necessary fine motor skills. Put your focus on those things and let go of the rest. Let your child play and be a kid prior to entering kindergarten. So I hope that's helpful. I hope that takes some pressure off of you. And until next time, we've got this. Hey, Cycle Breakers, if this episode inspired you and you want to continue the conversation with like-minded parents and with me, then I want you to head on over and join my brand new Facebook group. I created this group so that we can connect with each other, so that we can share our parenting wins, ask questions, and of course, you can suggest topics for new episodes. Head on over to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash raised resilient and get in on this conversation today. I cannot wait to see you in there.